Hi, we're Shannon and Jerry Arner. And our dog, Betty White. Your hosts of the Arner Adventures podcast. Could we have named it something more creative? Probably. But it's the name of our blog. It's our last name. We're on an adventure. Yada, yada, yada. After running our own business, working 24-7. And don't forget a mental breakdown in between. We made a lifestyle change and decided to make the most out of life. We sold our house, most of our belongings, downsized, and moved to the coast. We live life minimally, but fully. We live each day as an adventure. This show will help you learn how to live life more fully, with more intention, by experiencing more, and with less stuff. We'll talk about our own experiences, interview others who have much to share by creating a spark in our lives. Some days we'll share real life ongoings of what we're going through, and others will talk about our favorite flavor of waffle. Come join our adventure. It's, it's the, the Arner Adventures, Adventures Podcast. Hello everyone, I'm Jerry. And I'm Shannon. Betty White, who is three days away from being a teenager, is hanging here with us, and we are back for episode 80 of the Orner Adventures podcast. What in the world? First of all, 80. Uh-huh. And second, Betty White is going to be 13 in three days. All those things are amazing. And do you notice how I said episode 80? Like yeah. there's a question mark? Like what? Like what? Did I read that right? <laughs> Apparently I did. It's right here in Black and well, black and beige. I have kind of a running joke inside our household that yeah. I always say I get tired of everything. And so Jerry's so lucky that I'm still married to him. <laughs> and I would say that the fact that we're on episode 80, mm-hmm. it it's also a pretty great thing. And it speaks that I am growing as an adult. There is a there is a growth mindset that you that you see working into mm-hmm. this. Yeah, we've, we've never we've missed stuck. a week, Jer. No, we haven't. We've stuck with this. COVID. Oops. Uh, yeah. travel, mm-hmm. been, uh, been out of, uh, internet, re- uh, the internet possibilities on a cruise. We were still recording and getting it uploaded. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, yeah, yeah. With it, there's a lot of growth there. We're going to hit a hundred this year and that's going to be crazy. That will be nuts. And I'll say it just like that. A hundred. <laughs> Well, look, this is another Shannon and Jerry focused episode today. We're doing a lot more of those this summer. Um, We feel like we have a lot of things to talk about when we get questions about things. We love that, first of all, or suggestions. We are just like, hey, let's do a podcast about that, even if we've done a blog, because sometimes it's a different uh, audience, right? Oh, yeah, Uh, indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So we we try to skirt the the issues with our podcast and and, uh, (laughs) we do. But we're going to. Not skirt them anymore. Is that what you're saying? Oh, well, we, and then once in a while, we zero in on something okay. like we're going to do today. <laughs> well, today we're going to be talking about finances and how we come together on such a stressful topic. Because if you've been around the pod or our blog, you know that I definitely, but we have talked about how finances can be really stressful, but we want to talk about how we handle it as a couple. But let's first get to our review of the week. Our review comes from Diana and Annie. Diana and Annie say, whether you're seeking personal growth or simply a boost of encouragement, this podcast has it. The host's infectious enthusiasm and their ability to share relatable stories of triumph and resilience never fail to uplift and energize me. Oh, that's so that's so sweet. I wonder Diana. if that was Diana or Annie. Diana and Annie, well... I would think I don't know a, a name like names like that Diana and Annie. I just feel that they're sort of one and the same. They, they're it's a collective thought process with okay. those two. 
All right. I'm with you. Well, listen, if, first of all, yes. Thank you, Diana and Annie. We really mm-hmm. appreciate it. If you'd like to support the podcast, please leave us a five-star review rating on the platform you're listening to us on. It helps to serve us up to others who may enjoy content like ours. Yes, indeed. For today's podcast, you've heard us talk about a certain level of fear when it comes to money. We talked a great deal about that on episode 53 with Kai Harris. We'll link it in the show notes. Yes, that was such a great episode. And in the spirit of being authentic, we want to share how we as a couple handle this and work together on it while staying on top of our finances. Money management is a crucial aspect of any relationship and having regular financial meetings has been a game changer for us. It helps us stay on top of our finances, align our goals, and make informed decisions together. Yes, it's all about open communication, transparency, working as a team. So let's start by sharing how we structure our financial meetings. And I love our financial meetings, which is saying a lot about me and my fear talking about money. Well, we do always seem to come out of them feeling encouraged and good for what we did. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess we should start by saying um, before we get into this, that we we just weren't we weren't doing it. What would happen is we'd have this huge expense come up, whether it be a vet bill or car or something. And then we panic and then finally have kind of a what we say in the South, a come to Jesus about the money. And it would be so stressful. And so now we have kind of a different process. And I think it's really helped for many reasons, but it does help us come together more as a couple. Yeah, it sure does. Oh, and just a little aside, if you go south, south, like south of the border, it's called it coming to Jesus. Oh, I did not. (laughs) It is. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Well, first. Back on track here. Back on track. Let's talk about our meeting. So first, we begin by setting aside a specific time each week, solely dedicated to our financial meeting. So ours actually takes place on Sunday morning. We usually have coffee. Um, It sort of helps us prioritize this important aspect of our lives. It, it, it ensures we don't neglect it. Nothing can come into uh, interrupting our Sunday morning. And plus, we have also found it's really rare to be interrupted on a Sunday morning. We find that it's a time where we're in a relaxed mode. We're sort of more chill than we are other times of the week. It's a good frame of mind to tackle what is a stressful topic for us. Oh, indeed. Yeah, it's worked out very well. Mm -hmm. Um, And during our meetings, we cover several key areas. The first one is discussing the money coming in. We review our income sources and all revenue streams. Are you ready to take your email marketing to the next level? We've got a game-changing platform that will revolutionize the way you connect with your audience. Say goodbye to complicated email marketing platforms. Flowdesk is the ultimate productivity tool that simplifies everything making your life so much easier. We used to rely on MailChimp, but once we discovered Flowdesk, there was no turning back. Flowdesk takes email marketing to a whole new level of personalization, affordability, aesthetics, and efficiency. Picture yourself creating beautiful, eye-catching layouts and seamless workflows that leave a lasting impression on your recipients. Flowdesk truly enhances the entire email experience. As a digital marketing expert, I can confidently say that Flowdesk is a must-have for any business. When working with my clients, I always recommend making the switch to Flowdesk first. And here's the exciting part. We've secured a special 50% off link for you to try out Flowdesk. Experience its incredible features and see the difference for yourself. Once you fall in love with it, 
which we know you will, you'll also save money on your subscription. Don't miss out on this exclusive offer. Head over to arneradventures.com slash flowdesk to unlock your savings. The link will also be conveniently available in the show notes. Get ready to revolutionize your email marketing game. And now let's get back to the show. Yes, and we have all of this kind of on a digital platform, like a we, we use Google Sheets, but you know, we're kind of old school in a way that we have, we don't have a dry erase board, but we have one of those, um, you know, the large post-it, um, like if you're going to have a meeting and you have these two, I don't know what size would you say that that is? Like, um, I don't know, maybe 20 inches long and maybe, I don't know, I don't know, maybe eight. I don't know. But one of these it's, large post-its. It's the world's biggest post-it. It's the world's biggest post-it. Mm. And we put it on the wall and we have it for the month. So yes, we go through and we say, okay, in the last week, what money came in? Let's start this in a positive way. What mm -hmm. money came in looking at all of our income sources, revenue streams, and then we talk about that. Exactly. We believe it's crucial to be aware of the money we're earning and ensure that we're maximizing our income potential. This allows us to plan our budget effectively. Yeah. So we just say, okay, um, are there any other thing? It's also, it's kind of a really good time for us to analyze you know, are there things that we can improve on with our earning potential? Are there things that uh, are going on with Arner Adventures that we can, I don't know, blog more and monetize the blog a little bit more? Are there, are there different things? Are there brand campaigns that are coming up that, you know, we can capitalize on and affiliate marketing or just different things? It can also be, are there, um, are there things coming up that are taking away from revenue streams? So we just, that's where we really focus on the money coming in. And then we move on to the money going out. So that's when we review our expenses from the previous week. And that includes bills, groceries, entertainment, any other expenditures. And we find that when we have this weekly meeting, it's not so overwhelming to look at a week when, because gosh, before it was like, if you did it once a month, which a lot of people do once a month meetings, it's a lot for us to look at. And, you know, for everybody there has their own way, but I, I think um, for us anyway, and it, I think it would work, maybe happen to a lot of people. You can really dig a hole. Mm -hmm. If you wait a month, you go, whoa, what happened? That happened two weeks ago. How'd we miss that? And then you're, yeah. Then if a few things add up, it's like, well, you're, spending your time digging out of a hole. So yeah, you, you're better off at least probably about a weekly thing. And then a couple, you know, every few days, a little check-in. Yeah. Sure nothing crazy's happened. And I also think that having the weekly meeting, you know, when you see things on your statement or online or whatever, and you're like, um, you see whatever market and you go, what was that for? If it's not in the past week, you're never going to remember what you spent or even at Target or Walmart, you're like, well, was that groceries or was that an office expense? Was that something for Betty? So we like to really break everything down to categories of where our money is going. And if we don't do it once a week, it's just like shot because we're never going to remember it. Well, it is too. And if any fraudulent things come up, that, yes. that can be, that can really throw throw things off. You know, I'll look at it and I'll say, Shannon, were you in Albuquerque on Tuesday? And she'll say, <laughs> 
no, I was right here. So then you know that something fraudulent. Yeah. Happened. And if you don't pay attention yeah. to it once a week, then all of a sudden a month has gone by and you're dealing with a, a charge that happened. Even if it's $2, you just don't want, you know, your, your money being messed with. Sometimes we have cents, a few cents that we didn't spend. We have to tackle that. Yeah, so. that's right. It's always fun to use Albuquerque for <laughs> that is your go to fictitious sum. Right. Well, anyway, uh, this part of the meeting helps us stay accountable and ensures that we're aware of where our money is being spent. It allows us to identify areas where we may need to make adjustments or cut back if necessary. So yeah. A good example is when we had expenses that didn't fit into a category, we were like, wait a minute, this is not planned for. Um, so what do we do? And so what was happening is we started noticing we were sort of nickeling and diming things that didn't fit into our plan. And we're not saying that we can't or you can't go out and just spend frivolous money if that's what you want to do. But for us to be structured and to save and be more mindful, we we have things in a category and we do have a dining out category and we yeah. have um, entertainment or what we even have like an alcohol category yeah. because we're like, we don't want that to be groceries because if there's something we're going to cut back on, we're going to do it and things like that, like alcohol, like my Aperol. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love Aperol and I mm -hmm. love making Aperol spritz on the weekends, but a bottle of Aperol is $30. Yep. So, I mean, they look good in pictures, but they, the, the, the but cost does to, add up. Then you have to buy the Prosecco, which yep. if you even if you buy it cheap, is going to be like $12. Mm -hmm. And then you have Club Soda, which is 99 cents. But still, all of these things add up when you're on a weekly basis. If all that was in groceries, you'd go, well, oh, my God, why are we spending so much money in groceries? Yeah, yeah. So we really like to break it down and then see, like Jerry said, where you can make adjustments or cut back if you need to start saving more or you have something coming up that you need to set aside money for. Get ready for a summer hydration upgrade. This episode is brought to you by Liquid IV, a true game changer in our daily routine. We've been relying on Liquid IV for years now. Let me tell you, it's been a total game changer, especially when it comes to staying properly hydrated. Liquid IV is a hydration multiplier conveniently packed as a powder in individual packets. And the best part? It comes in a variety of delicious flavors. Personally, I can't get enough of the pina colada and strawberry sometimes mixed together. Yum. They make the perfect summer mocktails. Whether you're on the go or prefer to make a big pitcher of water for the day, with a few packets like I do, Liquid IV has got you covered. The magic of Liquid IV lies in its ability to deliver two to two and a half times more hydration than plain water alone. It's like water that works for you. Ready to experience the hydration revolution? Head over to ArnerVentures.com slash Liquid IV to grab our exclusive discount code and enjoy free shipping. That's ArnerVentures.com slash Liquid dash IV for your ticket to staying refreshed and properly hydrated this summer. And now let's get back to the show. You might have to find ways to up your self-discipline, which is good. There's a, you mm -hmm. know, it's good for you. And uh, what we did, it seemed initially when we were doing this, we had a miscellaneous column because we thought, where does that fit? Yeah. Well, that miscellaneous column has shrunk, shrunk, shrunk because we've either found places where, well, that can go under that category or times you have to make a new category because yeah. you realize, oh, these, <laughs> these expenses are here to stay. They need their own category. Uh, you know, something like that anyway. Um, or we had a stupid shit category where it was like, we yeah. didn't even know what the stuff was. We were like, well, what, what did we do? Like I was saying, um, or sometimes it was a fraudulent charge. 
The fr- we didn't even know it was fraudulent. So- yeah, some of those were slipping through the cracks and and that and just seeing that written out, the fraudulent charge category, you go, oh, that's something you got to stay ahead mm-hmm. of. And, um, and weekly makes it so much better, we think. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, and then there's just certain things that you go, what? How do you categorize that? And there's only one way. It's stupid shit. Stupid. <laughs> That's right. So, and right now we don't have a stupid shit category, which is nice. It is nice. Yeah. That's a, that's, there's a pattern of growth there. Yeah. We've eliminated our stupid shit category. But there's something to be said about this part of the meeting, especially when you're talking about expenses, because, and I'll speak for myself here. When you know the other person is paying attention to it, you don't want to come to the meeting with some news that you spent money on stupid shit that was frivolous or, Hey, I, I spent $200 on, I don't know, a rug. Well, why would I do that? First of all. And I know that I don't want to come to the meeting, not being, not knowing that I didn't do everything I could in the week to be smart about our money together, Mm -hmm. you know? And so the accountability has been really important for me. Well, yeah, it has. And we've we've seen that category. In fact, I think this last month there was no stupid shit under our stupid shit category. Right. And I think that was smart as shit (laughs) for us to pay attention to that and eliminate the stupid shit category. Right. Another important aspect of our financial meetings is setting goals. We take the time to discuss our short-term and long-term financial goals, especially planning for retirement. Yes. So we have... Uh, quarterly things that are going to come up and we talk about those monthly too. So uh, a a financial goal for us could be um, that, you know, we have a vacation coming up or that we, um, you know, it can be little things like a financial goal is having the money set aside to take care of car things instead of just like the expense comes up. So we now have the goal that every month we set aside money that, you know, is going to pay for those expenses or like our, um, the yearly insurance stuff that pops up Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, if you don't account for that and go, Oh, in July, you know, the wind policy is going to come up. It's like, it comes up and you're like, Oh my God. Yeah. The wind policy and and car taxes. So we do try to project ahead at least one quarter. Mm -hmm. So we're currently just finishing out the second quarter and we've had these third quarter projections and then once we jump into that, we'll th- we'll say, hey, there's a fourth quarter and that'll come around sooner than later. That's right. And that, of course, would be what, October, November, December. Then you start going, is anything going to be, well, you know, maybe not. Maybe it's all, maybe there's nothing big coming up. But anyway, yeah, you yeah. look ahead at least a quarter. That's and it's also do. important, no matter what age you are listening to this, that you're planning for your retirement. And for us, we've talked about this. We're very transparent about it. When we had our own business for years we stopped contributing to our retirement and that's super scary. And I don't, I don't want to harp on how scared it is. I'm trying not to be fearful about money issues, but that is something we talk about every month too, is that long-term, which is becoming shorter by the day, um, retirement. And I think that when you are, when you have that, it's a discussion topic that you're going to talk about, then you start going, wait a minute, let's go back to our expenses or let's go back to our income and where can we uh, make those better situations that then we can add more to whatever your financial goal is, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and setting goals together 
helps us stay focused and it helps us stay motivated and it allows us to support each other in when we achieve them and we celebrate our successes along the way. And at the end of the day, it's just smart as shit. <laughs> you know, it, we got to we got to pat ourselves in the back and tell ourselves that once in a while. Yeah. We've, yeah. And go splurge good. on a thousand dollar bottle of champagne and uh, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> kids, kids. OK. Uh, and to make our financial meetings more structured and organized, we've developed a worksheet that serves as a guideline for our discussions. The worksheet covers various sections, including income, expensive expenses, goals, and areas of improvement. We are excited to tell you that we're going to share this worksheet with you, our listeners. You can find it in the show notes for this episode. Feel free to download it, adapt it to your own needs. We, you know, we think it's super valuable and we love when someone talks about something that works for them or like, well, let us see it. We want to use it. So because it's so valuable, it helps us streamline our financial meetings and keep us on track. We thought, you know, we would share it with you. And when you download it, there's one page that's like a sample of how we do it. And then there's a blank one that you can that you can use for yourself. Oh, yeah, definitely. And remember, every couple's financial situation is unique. So don't hesitate to customize the worksheet to fit your specific circumstances and goals. Yes, I think that, you know, you can take it and then just see how we do it. And then you can say, you know what, I think I'm going to create this differently, or I'm going to do whatever. But for us, it's sort of an agenda to make sure that we tackle all of the topics that are important for our financial meetings. And I just think that it's been really great. And, you know, before we wrap this up, let's just kind of touch on the benefits that we've experienced from having these financial meetings each week. And, you know, first and foremost, I talked about this, it has strengthened our bond as a couple. It's amazing how working together towards something like financial goals can bring you closer. And I say it all the time. I'm like, Jer, I'm so glad that we have these meetings each week. It, it makes me feel so much better to know that we are on the same page, that you're involved in it and that I have an accountability person and all of that. And that goes for any goals you work on together. A shared mindset is helps you as a, as a couple. That's you know, right. Wherever you can do that. Um, yeah, so absolutely. That's uh, 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 shared financial goals between the, the, the two people and the couple is the way to go. It also eliminates financial surprises and reduces stress. Yeah. By staying on top of our finances and having regular discussions, we feel more in control of our money, which brings peace of mind. Yeah. It, it Again, we've talked about this before, that money has been such a big stress at least for me. And I think it, it, it did weigh on us as a couple. And I think when one of us thinks that the other one may, even if they're just not involved, like, it's like, we just don't talk about it. You start assuming things. Like I was starting to get resentful thinking that, Oh, Jared just doesn't care about the money. Well, no, he's processing it in his own way. And so I think coming together for the meetings and I also had everything digital and you were like, okay, wait a minute. I need to see this on paper. And you came up with having the thing on the wall, you know? Right. Yeah. That makes it more tangible for me or something about writing a handwritten thing. I don't know. For me anyway. I mean, I think that works differently for everybody. But Well, there's studies that show that yeah. hand, even handwriting your to-do list still is something that um, makes you feel more accomplished. It helps you achieve those goals better. You know, I have my rocket book that I, I still handwrite, but I can scan it and all that. So yeah, there or, is something about writing. Or it. for people who journal, they, they say it's more effective to do it 
hand handwritten. Um, yeah. It's just something about that. Yeah. So anyway, that worked for me better. And uh, yeah. And we found ways to kind of come together with our two different styles. That's right. Yeah. And let's not forget the sense of empowerment it brings to talk about the money, to know what's going in and out, being actively involved in our financial decisions and understanding our financial situation. It's just given us a newfound confidence in managing our money. It's our money. Yeah, you know? that's right. And you got to own it. If this episode resonated with you, or if you know of someone who would benefit from anything we talked about today, or any episode, our guests, or anything, please share it with a friend. It's a great way of supporting the podcast and us, and we really appreciate it. Another way of supporting the pod is by leaving us a five-star reviewer rating on the platform you're listening to us on. Oh, and go ahead and hit that subscribe button because that also supports us. We would love that. You can always find us, links we refer to during the show, and any of the podcast sponsors at arnardventures.com or linked here in these show notes. And until next time, enjoy that journey you're on. We're wishing you lots of adventures. Adios. Arrivederci. Au revoir. Adios. Uh, sayonara. <laughs> Alvida uh, Dos Vidiniana. <laughs>